It's that time of year when everyone's getting engaged. We're super excited to introduce you to Beholden. That's a wedding brand with a curated selection of wedding gowns and bridesmaids dresses. Their spring collection just launched and everything is gorgeous. Plus, once you order your dress or jewelry or shoes, it ships in days. Check out Beholden.com. That's B-H-L-D-N.com. And for a limited time, use the code PARTY for free shipping. And now let's batch. Colton, what's your name? Bree. Bree. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You got a nice accent. <laughs> Where are you from? Um, the accent is Australian. I was hoping that you're kind of a sucker for accents. I, I didn't am. know what you think about it. I love it. I'll see you inside, all right? Okay, all sounds right. good. I'm not really Australian, but you have to do what you can to stand out. Welcome to bachelor party in my head i was gonna say the right reasons because i'm joined by my favorite guest my favorite podcast partner the one and only david jacoby hi buddy what's happening Juliet? oh nothing good to be back it feels my third time third time i think yeah good. i'm not gonna try to make you cry this time it's okay but you just made it amanda cry when you said your favorite podcast partner i probably did but it's okay <laughs> i just feel like i'm really open about it it's good you know it's good. Yeah, yeah yeah it's just like we're probably never going to get back together as podcast partners. Oh, let's not say that. It's a long life. Doesn't I'm going to live until I'm like 90. Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Anyway, just this is where we are for now. We're just we're just really good friends who occasionally podcast together. Yes. And, and one and, thing I want to say about Juliet that your listeners might not know is you power rank everything. You're like an ESPN studio show. You have like a top <laughs> five for every topic of your life. Yeah. So I just know that you've considered your favorite podcast co-host before, and it's nice to know that you actually have me as number one. Yeah. I mean, you're you're my first, too. You know? Like Colton? Yeah, like Colton. <laughs> I thought you did that on purpose. No. What a lob. You're throwing like Dwayne Wade alley-oops now. That's such a compliment. I love Dwayne Wade. Uh, we're here. To, we've gathered here today because Colton Underwood is the bachelor. He is. Man, is it going to be a train wreck and a wild, bumpy ride? Well, is it? Before we get into it, I just need to say one thing. In order to do this podcast and give the people what they want, to quote yes. you and Jalen Rose— we are my favorite podcast partner. Okay, fine. Goodbye. <laughs> Should we end it here? Yeah. Um, we are recording this on Monday afternoon before the live premiere airs. So we have seen the episode minus the live hits. So yes. like Colton's going to be in the studio tonight. They're actually recording it in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. then there's watch parties around the country. And like Blake and Jason are at one in Illinois. And then it's people- not just that, that we're missing out with another key element that what? I was really disappointed about. What? This season on. Yeah, there's no this season on. There's no this season on, which to me is like the best three minutes of the first episode. And I was was just like, oh, there's no this season on. Yeah, I know. It sucks. But that said, we're both in the same city. We had to capitalize on this moment. Of course. So we're just talking about like what happened on his first night at the mansion. I'll be back on Thursday with my bachelor party B-side. We'll recap all the other stuff of this season on, what I don't get to tonight. Just FYI. So a little housekeeping. And now we're off. We're off. We're off. So... Because they're doing this like live hits and Colton presumably will be on air like immediately, different format. I noticed that we didn't start with Naked Colton. We like, didn't start the with second Naked segment, Colton. The B block was Naked Colton to start with. Yes. But we did get the first shot of the second segment was Naked Colton, which was really exciting. But we just went right into like, we're going to rapid fire our shoots that we did with the girls in their hometown. Yeah. And that was weird. We're going to talk with them. But I want to just dig into Colton a little bit first. I would love to. Colton has the most classic football body I've ever seen, where it's like, you know, they're in shape. 
They can run really fast, I guess, tackle someone, whatever, but they're not like, they don't look They're not ripped. chiseled. Yeah. yeah. And they also you have to remember, like, the, much like all contestants on this program, this is the best he's ever looked. Absolutely. And, and, and all the women as well. But, like, the women just starve themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Colton gets a trainer and, like, you know, does a keto diet for a month. Colton's like, in the gym having like his he, Parmesan crisps. He has a, like, like a strong safety, like, kind of a body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's 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 put together, he, not ripped, but he's not like my Iowa murderer guy. I don't know who that Chris. is. Chris. Chris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, like, Souls. over the court. Yeah, Chris Souls. He got in shape for episode one. But, manslaughter, like, Jacoby. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It wasn't sorry, murder. Sorry, it was sorry. manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's your job to do that housekeeping. <laughs> I actually, I think he kind of looks like a quarterback. I was getting, like, Eli Manning body vibes. No, you got to be over, like, 6'2 to be a quarterback in the NFL. Okay, but just that, that kind of, And they had of, one like, shot physique. of him in the Chargers. He was making a tackle. Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> okay. that. But I'm just saying body type-wise, because it's very specific, the quarterback body. It's like— Yeah, and you also have to be handsome to be a good quarterback. And he's handsome. I do find him handsome. Did you see that I put um, the link to Colton's pro football reference profile in our rundown? I barely looked at the rundown. I really did a lot of work because I, I want to talk about it. He's like, I made it to the NFL. And I just want to talk about, like, if that's true. And so— on May 13th, he was signed by the Chargers, which, like, we see—I I, just—we see him playing for, kind of. They waived him on August 30th, 2014. Then they cut him on August 31st, 2014. And then 2014, he ended up on the Eagles and then the Chargers. But very crucially for both of those times— Never suited up— Practice squad. —on a roster. Yeah, practice squad. Which is a huge accomplishment. Huge. Like I was just saying. Like Absolutely it's, it's like, huge. It's, it's so easy. We're going to clown that in yes, a second. Yes, I'm about to. Yeah, but it's like, I just want to say before we start doing that, like, it's a huge accomplishment. Huge accomplishment. But in the quest to have a professional athlete bachelor, which we've been advocating for for several years, mm -hmm. do you feel this counts? Yes. Oh my God, you're being nice because you like know athletes and stuff. No, it's it's it it counts because like if you can go downstairs to your man cave and your pool table and your flat screen and your big comfy chairs and your mini fridge and on the wall there's a jersey with your name on it's it signed. Or I guess you don't sign your own. You don't jersey. sign your own. Maybe some people do. <laughs> Colton like, would. Yes, Colton I've been, might. I've been at some athlete homes where they're the type of homes where you would sign <laughs> your own jersey. But like then you've you've made it. You've made it. Okay. But there is a distinction. Like, you, you don't have any stats. Yeah. he Then it was on the Chargers kind of the next season for, like, a total of six days. But he, by and large, is not an active NFL player. Active? He was never an active NFL player. <laughs> well, in 2015, he was signed by the Chargers on September 5th, 2015. Then he was uh, placed on the injured reserve the next day. Then they waved him on the 10th, and then they caught him on the 11th. He was probably not even hurt. Like, that might have been some sort of roster finagling. Yeah, it's like some kind of, like, salary cap maneuvering. Yeah, so he's never really played. He's a pawn in the NFL scheme. But he was never he was never on the sideline, and if four people got hurt, he could go in the game. Like, that's one of the things. You have to name, like, the active roster. He was never an active NFL player. Right. He was never like, I'm ready, coach. Put me in. And then, like, he wasn't like a Chandler Parsons ready to play and couldn't get the time. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Just... The Chandler stuff is getting interesting, too, now, by the way. <laughs> we can, uh. So we could side channel on at that. Can um, we can we hit Bandy at the end? A little yeah, Bandy. Okay, we have to. You got it, man. I'm just so into that it. It's the best show. I'm so into it. Every person that I like truly respect loves Vanderpump Rules. Wow. Like, like just there are some people I'm right now listening friends. to this. There's some people right now listening to this. Yeah. They're like, wow. Juliet just directly told me she does not respect yeah. you truly. But like my real TV heads are just like they know what's up, and they're like yeah. Vanderpump. That's the truth. Of course. We'll, and we'll like, and it. also Vanderpump people. Yeah, people that know know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back to Colton. <laughs> Back to Colton. Um, related to his like football playerness, 
he looks really bad in a suit, but like really good in athleisure. And so I need him to get past night one. Bad get, in a suit? I thought he looks bad in a suit, yeah. I think he looks uncomfortable. Huh. I thought it was weird tailoring. I would have gone gray suit over navy suit for Colton. You'll never I, believe this, but I spent a lot more time evaluating the way the women looked. <laughs> You know? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where my head was at. <laughs> I'm shocked to hear yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like really sizing up Colton. I was like, because as you know, I was like, can I imagine myself dating this guy? It's going to determine if I like this season. Of course. And I can't. You for, cannot. No, absolutely not. Why is for that? For a lot of reasons. First of all, I'm not attracted to him. He's like too, bar- he's like too Ken doll-ish. What about the fact that he's a virgin? And that too. Yeah, I mean that too. <laughs> Still. <laughs> We're going to get there, okay? We're going to get there in one second. I mean- the girls who immediately brought it up, shout out to them. I mean, it's it's amazing. And within his first sit-down, or no, it wasn't the first one, but like one of his first sit-downs, he had to explain why he is a virgin. Should we just listen to it right now? Let's do it. Everyone knows you're a virgin. Yeah. So I want to know why. For me, growing up, it was sort of a conscious decision at, okay. at, at first. And then I started really diving deep into my professional career mm-hmm. and my personal life took a, took a back seat. Okay. And now that it's happened, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just randomly lose it on a one night yeah. stand. It's not like I'm waiting for marriage. I'm waiting for, for the right person. I'm okay. waiting for the right moment. Okay. Um, it's just very, it's just about. very important. It's just very important to me. Mm-hmm. And I hold a lot of value and a lot of stock into it. It's special. I, yeah. Yeah. So it you you should keep is. it special. For sure. You know? For sure. <laughs> okay. So much. So much. The first thing I want to dive into was it was a conscious decision at, at first. first. At first. At first, which I, 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 that just doesn't make any, I can't even, I can't follow the logic there. Well, he probably was like raised in a Christian home. He, he is religious. Yes. Maybe that was a decision. But then at first. At first. So, so then, that then, means then there's that like a next phase. There was phase. a pivoting phase. But then, then the next part is I was really focused on my professional career. Dog, we just went through your professional career. You were employed one month a year every not year. Not even. Not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like once you've got 11 free months where like what you dive into, working out, staying in shape, being ready for that call. You've got an agent. They tell you to do that. I totally get it. People get hurt in the NFL. You get called up. How many hours a day can you work out and stay in shape? Three. Three tops. Yeah. That's even like a lot. You're conscious for like 16 hours. So what was the other 13 hours? What were you doing? Also, like logistics and practicalities aside, like a fact of being a professional athlete, which he's presenting himself as, not even professional, but like a division one football player is there's a lot of sex. Like there just is. That's it. That's it. That's, yeah. that's what goes on. It's like All, the, my, probably the biggest thing I've learned in my professional career that there's like death taxes and professional athletes having sex having all the time. Having sex all the time. That's and it's like, like part of the lifestyle. He, he makes it sound like, well... He makes it. He makes it analogous. That's like like being a druid and being a, a a backup strong safety in the NFL are like the same thing. It takes the same level of dedication and abstinence as part of that. And it's in fact the complete opposite. It seems like abstinence is is absent from most yeah. professional athletes' lives. Like it just it doesn't make him. It doesn't make sense. Do you think he's a version? Yes, I do. I did not. I didn't at first either. I but didn't. Now I do. And also seeing him talk to women. And just, like, how he has carried himself on his TV career over the last, like, nine months. I now believe it. Plus, I've asked, like, a lot of people. They're like, yeah, it's real. I believe it. And I also, there's something that he also said here when, like, the at first part. And, like, I think that there's, like, an inertia to virginity. Oh, absolutely. You know, where it's just, like, you, you get to you get through college. You expect it, like, oh, like, I'll just lose it in college. And you kind of get through college and you're, like, now you're— 
you're kind of like outside the normal constructs of dating life and you just don't go to frat parties anymore. It's like, and now you're meeting people and like it comes out that you're a virgin to them and they get turned off. And it's like a weird, like psychological mind screw where you're like, man, I don't, I don't think he wants to be a virgin anymore. No, he doesn't. But I don't think he, he does. himself out. I think he's yes. just like so nervous about it. It's also like, this is not going to help. I mean, this is like the entire point of this season is the fact that he's a virgin. Yes. And it's, 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 if you were to say, like, what do you know about Colton? I would be like, he played football. He's a virgin. You would say virgin first. You wouldn't say. Sure. But, like, yeah. there is no number three. Like, yeah. this is his personality. They'd be like, if I was writing the taboo card for, for Colton, <laughs> I would be like, football, virgin, NFL. We'll just leave the fourth spot blank. <laughs> There's nothing else to his personality. I know. And we learned that tonight. There's not a lot going on there. Can I just say something for virgins that might be a little more mature? Than your average virgin sure. who is psyched themselves out and who are like, you know what? Like, I actually want to lose my virginity. There's in my, my mind, in my world, in, with my moral and ethical constructs, there's nothing wrong with losing it in one night stand. Oh, I completely it's agree. It's probably beneficial it's yeah. because then if you do get in a serious relationship, that person isn't like. There's not the pressure on them of like exactly. being the first one or like. Or whatever. them being like, does he really like sex with me? Because Look he has at no Jared idea. And he, she yeah. lost his, her virginity, and then he was interested. Yes. No, no mistake That's there. That's how it works. There's no mistake. Because it just takes a little pressure off. It's like you probably, and again, like, I, I'm sure that I know that this podcast is extremely popular, and especially popular with virgins over the age of 25. I, I know that from reading the comments. But like, What comments are you even referring to? To those people, just have sex with somebody. Just do it. Do it with a stranger on vacation. Just get blacked out get or something. Get it done. Just kidding. Get it over with. I don't know if we're getting blacked out, but yeah, just have some drinks, get comfortable, whatever. Yeah. Just do it. I think you end up like Holton. I know. It's just like, we're going to have to talk. Well, you're not because you don't do this podcast anymore, but I'm going to have to talk about this every week and like, I'm kind of dreading it. Like, it's already boring. Of the 30 women there. Yeah. If you were their best friend and you had four glasses of wine with them mm-hmm. and you said, do you like the fact that Colton is a virgin, Mm -hmm. how many say yes? Four glasses of wine with these women who've been starving themselves to go on TV? Two glasses of wine. (laughs) Yeah, they might be passed out. Yeah. Um, Two maximum? I mean, they they do, I'd say four. Probably that girl, Heather, the one who's never been kissed. She's probably like equal playing field. Yeah, she's like, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should date. Like, honestly. Like, if you're just like evaluating the pool. (laughs) Yes, yes. You're a consultant from Deloitte. Yeah. He was like, like, I'm hiring you to figure out who I should date. Colton, have a starter relationship with this girl, Heather. She's really into you. She won't make a lot of demands. You guys can like get comfortable with this together. And then you can both go your separate ways. Yeah, and the one girl is like, I haven't dated a virgin since I was 12. 12. Okay, that's dead. Demi, and I really want to get into her, but not yet. We're going to come back good, to good, that. Good, 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 We're good. We're going to come back to it because Demi, I'm just going to tease. If you're in a fantasy league, bachelor fantasy league, and you're listening to this and you haven't done your draft yet, I highly recommend you pick Demi. She would be my number one draft pick every single time. I don't care if she's only on for four, four weeks, three weeks. You're going to get a lot of points out of her. You are. So many. But before we get to Demi, I want to talk about some of these other gals. Any other initial impressions you want to share? Colton? Oh, yeah. Of the show in general? Well, Just, I, I will a couple things. Okay. I, I do. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Colton. I understand. And like we've, you know, we've heard from people that work on the show and have been around the show. I have a friend that worked on the show that, that what they do is like the bachelor's job is, is to be the center, the eye in this chaos storm. Yes. Like they don't, they don't get big personality bachelors that have, you know, interesting things to say. 
Right. They get good-looking dudes. They're just kind of down the middle, vanilla, boring, and the chaos happens around them, and that's a good formula for them, and it works. However, like, this guy's boring. Boring. And his nervousness was just too much. It's like, dude, I can understand that you're nervous, but, like, it's not that big a deal. Oh, these women are here for you, fawning over you. What's hard about that? That's the thing that gets back to his virginity. I think he's just not comfortable with himself. Like, that's my main impression of Colton. And when he's talking to Chris Harrison, he was, like, so ready to address the haters. And he's, like, just yeah. sort of, like, he's on the defensive already. And as The Bachelor, you got to be on the offensive. Make it work yeah. for you, man. you got 30 girls who want to take you. 30 girls, and they're pretty girls, yeah. man. and he's an attractive guy. I don't know what's going on up there. I really, I really want to meet him and, like, subject him to a really long podcast interview. I- so by like you're not 70, getting anything until yeah exactly what I was about to say minute, yeah he's, he's I've just worn gonna him break down, down. Yeah. And like and I'll make it really hot so he's like sweaty like yeah, I have yeah, a whole yeah. plan of how to like break him down to like find out what the f is going on because I, I can't you, I'm, I'm not getting much from him and then to mention this I want to say like the thirty girls is just too many. Oh, my God. It's just too many women. One thing I liked that we saw in this episode was him not knowing some names. I was of like, Of course. I, I mean, how could you they possibly? Don't. And past bachelors, like, who I've spoken to say, like, by, like, week two or week three, you can tend to know everyone. Yeah, I'm but, stressed like, out about knowing all the names right now doing this podcast. Also, you know what's not helpful is using ABC.com cast bios because they look so different on the show than they do in their photos. It's yes. very hard to match, like, headshot to appearance on the show. A couple impressions about the women. Well, okay. number one. Very young. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is intentional. Of course. It matches um, his emotional maturity. That wasn't my number one, though, but, but good, <laughs> okay. good podcast chemistry. Number one, uh, <laughs> it just seems like he was like, uh, do you know what I like? I like blonde white girls. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool, 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 Colton. But you understand <laughs> that we've got to do a thing here where we kind of mix in some diversity. Yeah. It just seemed like I didn't see a lot of brunette white girls. Did you see a lot of blonde white girls explaining how to say their names? No. But there was two black women who were like, here's how you say my name. It's really hard. They were pretty hard, though. Actually, no, no they're t- not. Tajwan, and Tajwan. Tajwan was not I that hard. I got it. Onyeka and Tajwan. We're yeah. good. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not that hard. I'm just like, Bachelor. But Onyeka is a nickname, though. That was just the first three syllables. Okay, fine. But like when you meet someone for the first time, you don't say like, I'm David D. Jacoby. You're not like, I'm David <laughs> Dowling Jacoby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, Dowling's yeah. my mother's last name. Like, you don't do that. Like, you don't have to do that. Just tell them your name and move it on. Which is a very long first name. <laughs> She does. I guess, but like, it just bothered me it, it was, that it, two black women were ha- like explaining their names when like the yes. all the well the white women were not. It definitely felt like I just, uh, it, was it, like just a, it was a lot of blondes. Yeah, like, it was a, it was a lot of blondes that all looked the exact, exact same. same. To me. Exact same. And then when the ones when they were really pretty, they stood out not because they were like different or unique, but just because they were like so pretty. I didn't see that one. There was two who I thought were gorgeous. Gorge. Oh. Yes. Are we going to talk about them later? I've got my eye on names? them. Yeah. I, I, we're building in this podcast. Oh, we're, good. We're I want to know who you think, because I have another theory about this, where if you're the Bachelor of the first episode, you're like, I cannot believe this. There are so many beautiful women here. They're all here for me. This is heaven. But then you get down to like the final four and you're like, yeah, nah. there's not one for me here. Nah. You know, I just feel like it's like seeing the forest is better than seeing the trees. Sure. When it comes to this particular show and this episode, which is another thing that I wanted to bring up, which I've brought up before, but I haven't branded properly. Okay, great. I love a rebrand. Too many women. I'm calling this the Thanos theory. Ooh, I didn't see the Avengers, but I understand what that is. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, at the end, Thanos is like, look, there's too many people in the world eating up all these resources. He snaps his fingers. 50%, Very political. 50% of the people just die. Okay. Right? So he disappears, 50 of them. I feel like there should be a Thanos thing at the end of the first one. Mm. Like, I feel like we should go from 30 to 15. Mm. He should just be like, I know what I want. I'm going down to like 16 women. 
Yeah. It's why, why, why trim it's four true. or five out of 30? And then you get more time with the ones who you might actually yeah, like. And more storylines. And as an audience, we get to know them better or whatever. Also, with every relationship, the first thing is like, are you physically attracted? So if you're not, just get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like we don't, I know. Very infrequently yeah. does that like grow over time. Like it just, that's yeah, just, it, it just, doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't really. It doesn't really. Yeah. You, it's like, when it's you like, know, like, you know. It's, it's, like, it's like a woman knows that she can have sex with a man in the first 30 seconds. It's like, it's really more like five. It's the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah, so it doesn't take but 30. It, but yeah. it is true. Like the first thing is physical. And so if it's not, if you're not into it, you're not into it. Yeah. I mean, there's people I haven't liked that I've ended up liking. Of but course. not really romantically. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. Not, yeah. But like, there has to be that physical attraction to like, allow yourself to be worn down by someone who you're like, no, I'm not going to date you or whatever. Yeah. And if that's not there, it's not there. And like, that's fine. You can't force it. It's like not personal. You don't know the person. You're just not attracted to them. So just cut them. Those are some of my big takeaways. Okay. Thanos theory. I, I like that a lot. Also, I noticed he only got rid of like four or five. And I, I, couldn't like really fact check it because it's so hard to tell the women apart at this point that I couldn't of be course. like, oh, she's gone, she's gone. And they didn't really do full exit interviews. They, but they, they, can I just jump the gun? Of There's course. one really good exit interview when the girl was crying. Devin, yeah. Yeah. And then and in the background, and then in the like, background, cheering. they're celebrating, be like, this is our new house. Let's go I pick know. our rooms or whatever. And she's just crying there. I was just like, oh, that was perfect. And I don't think it was an accident. Just throw that out there. No, definitely probably not. Probably not an accident. There's probably some producer being shuffling them outside. Like, go do this outside, guys. Also, you know, it's light out because it takes all night. And so she's yes. like so freaking tired. I would be sobbing. My, I would also like rub my eyes so many times that I would have dark circles from my mascara running. Yeah, I, yeah. Shout out to these women for making it through. Yeah, the people that don't know, you've been to this night before. Yeah. It is not a night. It's a full 24-hour overnight. overnight shoot. And I, yeah. it's impossible not to be wonky in the morning. Yeah, they get the next day off. They start filming on a Thursday. They get a Friday off. And then Saturday is like when the show begins because everyone's so tired. Of course. They need to like recharge. Yeah. It sounds crazy. I, I mean, I would absolutely never. I mean, of course. All right. Let's move on. Would you really never though? I mean, I think when I think when you and I podcasted together, and I was still in my twenties, it was like on the table for like two percent chance. Yeah, I now just love to see the second line. Be like bachelor podcast host. <laughs> it's like, now that I'm approaching thirty three, it's really and not, you know all the bachelors now. They're all in your phone. They yeah, they're like a lot of nice people. They really, they really are. Hey, Nick has a new podcast. Shout out to oh, Nick. Shout out to Nick. What's yeah, it called? Let's plug it. Good title. Vile files. Vile files. Okay. Like yeah, almost sure. If you say his name correctly, it doesn't rhyme, but if you say his but name yeah, incorrectly. Yeah, if you say it the way everybody thinks it, it is, Val yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Shout so out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. It's very nice to meet him. He's a nice guy. He's a, He really is. All right, moving on. I want to talk about the four worst impressions slash entrances for women who really left a mark in a bad way, but good for their TV future, because if I'm talking about you, you're going to be sticking around yep. for at least a few weeks. Yep. Number one, we have to talk about Erica McNutt. And as you pointed out, a lot of people coming with their last name this week, this year, which yes. is weird. There was a new thing. Like, yes. I didn't realize. We always, maybe if you had someone else with your first name, you would get a letter as your last name. Ben H. But now people were just very open and honest and being like, this is my first and last name. Which I think in the past, it used to be to like protect your home life and your real identity. But it's 2019. Like I can find anybody. Few, anybody. Ten, ten, over 10 years ago, there was a shift like this within the um, real world universe, which used to be a rule on Buna Murray shows. Like, up until like 2008-ish, where you didn't reference a previous season. Like each one yes. is in, in a fishbowl. Yes. And then the challenge came along and it was an incredibly successful show that I still watch devotedly. Do you? No. Oh, you're missing out, man. I know. I have some challenge-related news that we'll get to later. Um, 
And then it became like a whole universe. And like with the basically with social media and kind of like the parallel world of like Bachelor Nation and like just people stalking these people constantly, there's no anonymity. It's like you go on the show for the fame. So why pretend that we're not going to all know your last name in five minutes anyway? I'm going to disagree with you on something. Okay. You're talking about the four worst impressions of the show. Mm-hmm. And you start with Erica McNutt. Yeah. Who I think did a good branding scheme. I don't. I don't agree. This you're gonna remember my. You're gonna remember me. You can remember my name. My last name McNutt. I'm sure there's no one in the world that calls her Erica. It's like me and Jacoby. It's like there's like five people that call me David, and one is my son Quincy. But it's like it's basically like people call her Nut or Nutty or McNutt. I guess. And I, that, so now they know what to call okay, her. Okay, so she's 25. She's a recruiter from Encinitas, California, which is like a, a bougie area near San Diego. And she showed up with a bag of peanuts. My problem with Erica is if you're going to be like the nut girl, peanuts are like really low-grade nuts. Like I would For go real. something way fancier. Macadamia. Yeah. Almonds. Even walnuts. Cashews. P- pine nuts. Like there's so many. Yeah, there's peanuts a lot of are bottom. Nuts. Are, yeah. Well, delicious. Mixed nuts even. Bottom of the Just barrel. Nuts. Bring him a snack that, like, doesn't require a lot of work and spitting and, like, making you think you're at a dirty baseball game. Like, I just felt like that was really poor branding, and I would like to talk to her about it. One thing I didn't do on this podcast feed is, like, a bios breakdown, partially because they don't give a lot of bio info anymore. Not that much anymore. They used to go really deep. Yeah, I really miss when they put the questionnaires online. So as we get to know some of these girls, I'm just going to share some of their tidbits with you. And she actually has a good bio. She says on her on the website, the best trip she's ever been on was backpacking through Europe with her best friend. Her ultimate date would be getting lost in a new city, which I think sounds great. And also it was perfect for going on The Bachelor. And if she could have any job in the world, she'd be an interior designer. That's like pretty like basic. Pretty good. There is a 23-year-old interior diner, designer on this show. And she I'm like, must be jealous. If you're 23, you're not a real interior designer. Yeah, how like, many- You just don't have it. Your, your taste is just not mature enough to get there. But I will say this is, if you're lost in a new city on a first date, mm-hmm. I would be terrified. Really? You know what I mean? It just seems scary. Like, you don't know this person. You don't know where you are or how to get out. I guess, but like, think about how much. In a new city. But like, then you're. It's exhilarating. It's exhilarating. But part of the exhilaration then, is fear. Right. But then you conquer it together. I agree. That sounds like a nice date. I am also just like, I love to wander in a city. So I'm like, yeah, let's just figure it out. We'll just go with it. Like, I don't know. It's like the Katy Perry song. Let's get lost. Uh, let's run away tonight. You know, teenage dream, whatever. <laughs> I don't really know lyrics. I don't really know lyrics, but I think she says that. Okay, but but continuing with her bio, huge red flag. The nut, as she's known to her friends, mm-hmm. is a ball of energy with a great sense of humor. I don't want anyone to describe themselves. Self-description, ball of energy with great sense of humor. Hell no. Erica boasts that one of her talents is being able to eat whatever she wants without gaining weight. And then someone editorialized, what's your secret, nut? I don't, I don't like any of that. That's no, all really bad to no, me. No, let me tell you something. Everyone can eat whatever they want and not gain weight until they turn 25. Yeah, you know what I mean? She's it's like that doesn't, that's that doesn't last out. forever. That doesn't last forever. Okay, it's well, like, all right, Erica, that doesn't last forever. I, I just, I don't know. That doesn't sit well with me. Also, I just don't like how this third person, all my friends say I'm so funny. Like, that probably means you're not funny at all. Yeah. And they're just like, definitely hum- means you're not funny. You. Definitely means you're not you, you, And you never want to leave with funny. You never want to be like, oh, no. you know what? Me, I'm just hanging out with me is really funny. No. So Erica also, very high usage rate. She just like talked a lot in between Colton's sit downs. There's a lot of Erica like being neurotic and worrying. And I just think that she'll, she's kind of like, there's one of, a few of those in each season. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of suck. You're just kind of like happy when they leave. They serve a purpose, but you're happy when they leave. And I just don't think she has got a good shot. I don't think so either. She stinks. All right, moving on. Next, one of the girls who had explained her name, Onyeka. She's 24 from Dallas. She's an IT risk consultant. From her bio, she said her go-to pickup line is, you look so familiar. 
very rough. That's not a good pickup line. That's it's, I mean, that's I, weird. You can imagine. You look so familiar. You like, look so familiar. Do I know you from somewhere? Who does that? It's just and, awkward. And then you start running down like, oh, well, I, I work out at this gym. Or as, a, it's like, as a super rememberer, I know that people get uncomfortable and like, you know who they are. They don't know who you are. And, yes. And so that's not like a good. It's, it's a good a, point. It's not like a, like a power grab. It's not flirty. It's just awkward. And it's also weird if someone's just like, you're like, oh, hey, Josh, you remember me, Juliet? You could tell that they don't like remember. Uh, whatever. I'm just saying names. Okay? We've never spoken about a Josh to each other. Just, just stop. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. But it's just like, oh, hey, like remember? I remember we met at this one thing, this big dinner, and they're just like, ah, uh, you can see that blank look on their like, face. Like, yeah, it's of like, course. It, it really Good just to see put, you again. It really doesn't put you in a power position. Friend on, of the on Yeka. friend of the podcast, Rob Mills, once confronted me about how how much I overintroduce myself because I'm so paranoid about knowing people yes. and they don't know who they are that I always assume they don't know me and they don't remember me. And I'm always like, hey, I'm Juliet. Like I do that as well. If you don't say my name name I will say my name just yeah, to take too. the pressure just to off. make it clear if you don't say you're like hey man what's going on it's been yeah. a while and I'm just like oh it's good to see you David in case you forgot yeah so she didn't use this this line with Colton in fact when she finally felt it was like her time to go up to Colton and get some time with him she said something far far crazier and better I got interrupted way too soon yeah. and I just wanted to hear more about you oh, oh and I heard you were drowning in some bitches oh, oh so I came to God. save you <laughs> Oh my god! Did she say bitches? I think she said. <laughs> okay, that's Onyeka breaking up Catherine and what's his name Colton. She's wearing a snorkel. She has a whistle, and she blows a whistle and she yells, "I heard you were drowning in some bitches." I have some notes. I love this. I have but some I think notes. it's a bad first impression. I have some notes. Okay. I've been to a lot of pools and beaches in my day. You have? Yeah. Do you know what lifeguards don't have snorkels? Oh, that's true. Do you know what? They don't have whistles. They don't blow a whistle. I mean, they will like wave you in or whatever. But like, it just seems like a life life jacket would be better. They have pools at the Bachelor Mansion. I'm sure they have something more appropriate than a snorkel. And the snorkel is going to mess up your hair. Snorkel is not cute. Snorkel is like, you don't look good in it. It's not like yes. funny. It's not even like funny sunglasses or like wearing a soft suit. It's yeah, like kind of like just, not it's cute. Just like not, yeah, it just pushes your eyes and you take it off. You've got that ring around your eyes. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, what do you think about her just using the word bitches like that? Um, I think it's like kind of crass. I don't I, think it's like funny. It's not that funny, but it's like, it would, it would work on me much better than it would work on someone like Colton. Like someone who is like maybe never seen a vagina in their life. Like, I don't know if they're ready for that kind of language off the jump. You yeah, know, that's true. He doesn't seem like a big, he probably says cuss word instead of curse do you, word. Do you think Colton has done everything but? Hard for me to see him going down on a woman. I just can't see it. <laughs> you just can't see it. That's why everyone listening it. to know that Julia just looked away, like in the distance, and you can tell she was trying to picture it. It was like that little pause was a lot. It was a lot. You're just like, I can't see it. I. What do you think? I, I, I'm I'm still shocked that he's a virgin. Like, anything's on the table. You have to answer your own question. What do you think? Yeah, of course. They, he went to he's, college. He's a football player. He was in love with Becca. He was ready to lose it with Becca. He just doesn't seem generous to me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I, it's... I don't know. He just seems nervous. Yes. Like, I like maybe he's done it, but he did a bad job. Yeah. yeah he, did, he, he tried, bad. but didn't he work out. He was bad at it. And like, she gave him the tap. Like, you're good, dude. Like, like okay, yeah, let's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Oh, God. Uh, Onyeka's really big problem this season, or this episode, was that she just got really jealous of DJ Agro, a.k.a. Catherine. Yeah. Well, DJ Agro lived up to her name. Yes, she did. So she lived up to her name, to be DJ fair. DJ Agro is the DJ name of Catherine, who's 26 from Fort Lauderdale. And mm. she she was the episode one villain. My prediction
question is, there's a new cadence now the show runs. Episode one villain does not say villain for the whole show. So I think there'll be some kind of like redemption for Catherine. And I believe we'll be segueing to Demi as the real villain. But at this time, Catherine demanded four one-on-ones with Colton. And that's a huge no-no on night one. I'm claiming producer intervention. That they told her to keep doing that? Well, they, if, we've spoken about this before. What are the intervention interruption rules? There like, are none. Can you not say no? Yes, you can. And that's Colton, vaunted football player, mm-hmm. bad game manager. Colton, yes. say no. Yeah, say no. Yeah, you just be like, hey, give me, I'm look, I can't wait to talk to you. Just give me a second. We're in the middle of something. Like, and can the girls say no? Because it seems like the girls' no. yes rate is literally like 100. They can push back, but ultimately it's on Colton. They can be like, yes. I'm not done yet, but there, ultimately. I mean, there must be rules about this. And I also feel like you get the green light from a producer before you are allowed to interrupt. Trust me, like, like I don't know about that. No, because they they always had the camera shot of them That's walking true. up. They're ready like for you can't it. just get caught off guard of someone popping into the frame like when you're in a two shot. Like there there's there is a producer who's on the comm being like, all right, like Sarah's coming from the house now. She's so, coming in. Like so so they have to get permission to ask. Right. I think what happens then might be a little more verite than that, but like there is structure to this. Sure. Or else someone would be popping up. There's it's 30 chaos. women. Yeah. Yeah, like someone would just be popping up surrounding him like a like a flock of birds and they like just put down some bread. There's you know probably like I mean? a pre-pro meeting where they're like, each woman gets five minutes, like wait five minutes before interrupting. Yeah. You're you're, gonna everyone's going to get a time. Yeah. Stay inside the house. If you're going to, you have to go see Roger first if you're going to try to interrupt. Like it, it must be, it can't just be like chaos because you see them yeah. all sitting around with their drinks on those couches. Yeah. I know. And like they, they gab with each other. There's a lot. And then on that first night, there's a lot of producers like running around, like talking to them and, and whatnot. But ultimately to me, while Catherine like obviously doesn't seem fun and wasn't interested in, she's not here to make friends. She, it's ultimately on Colton. Like he's the one who's managing. Like, hey, I really enjoy talking to you, but like, let's give some other women a chance. Yes. I'll see you later. And also your dress is weird. What's up with your forearms? Yeah. She was wearing a short red dress. Yeah. But it had like long flowy, like, yeah, very Kyle like, Richards. Yeah. She it, actually yes. reminded me of a mixture of Camille Grammer and Adrian Malouf. Well, a lot of that's because uh, she may have had some work done. Yeah. Let's just throw that out there. I don't know this for a fact. I don't want to slander anybody into a microphone, but she may have had some work done. She looked like Adrian Malouf, didn't she? A little bit. Like Adrian Malouf like 10 years ago. Yeah, I was about to say a younger yeah. Adrian Malouf. Like yeah. 30 years when ago, When we first sure. met Adrian, when she was still friends with Lisa and still on the show. Yeah, I Googled her DJ prowess. And by Googled, I didn't do like a full Juliet deep dive. Sure. It was a very shallow dive. I didn't. I avoided doing too deep of a dive on any of these women because I don't want to get spoiled. And yeah. you run into spoilers if you, you do, you, you do she's that. Uh, she was on the flyer for some Maxim parties. She's okay. like a perfect DJ for a Maxim party. Okay. Sure. Know? In Fort Lauderdale. In sure. In Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. She's, okay. Miami she's, adjacent. She's working though. I kind of like DJ Agro. I think she made a bad... I'm putting her in like bottom four first impressions, but I kind of like her. And I also just like to say DJ Agro. Well, I like one of the ones that you put on this list as well. Oh, wow. So let's keep going down it. Let's find out who it is. But first, let's talk about today's sponsors. Simple Contacts lets you conveniently renew your contact lens prescriptions and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. It's vision care for the 21st century. The Simple Contacts vision test is self-guided and takes less than five minutes. It isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, but it will save you so much time when you need to renew and reorder. It's designed by ophthalmologists and the licensed doctor reviews every test so you skip the office visit, but not the care. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you never have to shop around to find your lenses at the best price. Best of all, Simple Contacts saves you money. The vision test is only $20, their contact lens prices are unbeatable, and standard shipping is free. 
I use Simple Contacts and it was the easiest way to get my contacts. I got the usual kind that I usually use, came to me quickly just when I needed my new contacts and it was easy peasy. If you want this experience, you can get $20 off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash bachelor or enter the code bachelor at checkout. Again, if you want to try this out, go to simplecontacts.com slash bachelor or enter the code bachelor at checkout to get $20 off your contacts. Today's episode is also sponsored by FitPlan. Bang and bods aren't just for the rich and famous or bachelor contestant anymore. The FitPlan app is changing the game by making personal training affordable and doable. With FitPlan, you get step-by-step personal training from the world's top fitness experts like Kim Kardashian's trainer, Fit Girl Mel, Amanda Cerny, Jen Selter, Brittany Babe, and more. With over 50 personal training programs for all levels, you can shred fat, build muscle, and shape the physique you've always wanted. For real this time. Are you new to working out? Build your gym confidence with beginner's plans designed to make you feel like a pro. If you love working out at home or on the go, Fit Plans got minimal and equipment-free plans too. Choose from resistance and bodyweight training programs, cardio, strong by Zumba, and tons more. And you can do this all for as low as $8.99 per month. That's less than that CBD superfood smoothie you bought yesterday. The best part is that FitPlan is giving Bachelor Party listeners 30 days for free. That's right, free. Just visit fitplanapp.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code BATCHPARTY. That's fitplanapp.com slash subscribe, promo code BATCHPARTY. All right, Jacoby. I have two more women who I think made bad first impressions. My, my fourth, and then I have an honorable mention. I put Alex the Sloth on here as a bad first impression. Do you like her? Of course not. Okay, just making sure. She dressed as a sloth from head to toe. And she stayed in the suit for like so fucking long. Yeah, and you're in Los Angeles. It's like a furry suit. And like the bit, you if you do a bit, and I understand some people have to do a bit, like they're producing a television show here, but you got to get out of the bit pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, like wear it for the entrance. Then once the second you get into the house, after you've walked in, take it off. Yes. Don't you want them to know you? And then the worst part was how she was talking really slowly and moving really slowly. Like, yes, you're just really committed to the bit, but like, but girl, it. it's too much. Yeah. No one wants to talk to you. And here's another thing. If you're going to put a mask on. Yeah. You got to be really hot. You, that's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do a mask reveal, like, you kind of have to, like, get get a wow when you do the reveal. It's got to be like a Revlon commercial. Yeah. Like, shaking you your hair have, Yeah, you just got to be like, whoa. She, and remember them being like, she has nice hair. Like, when she took the mask off, she did have nice hair. But then it was like, ah, uh, you know, she's a, she's a good-looking girl. You know, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not trying to take shots at her. But it's like, you kind of want to be top tier if you're going to have a mask reveal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She And she didn't hit it. And then the way she spoke— I was just like, oh, you're just a total, you're a mass gal. It's not what I wrote on the rundown. I'm, no, it's not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play for you what she sounded like when she was talking to Colton. I love my city. I love Boston. love my family. I love my job. I love it so much. I'm an account manager. She speaks very, very fast yes, for a sloth. For a sloth. Yeah. She talks so fast. Yeah. I love animals. I know you love dogs. Yeah. Colton, I'm not going to lie. I love cats, too. But I love all animals. All animals. Me, too. Okay, she loves everything. She loves her city. She loves her job. I'm, She's from Cape Cod. Yeah, I remember the first thing that she said, I wrote this down, which is a huge red flag for me. And I don't, like, I'm not picky about this, but like, it's the first thing you say to somebody. She's like, nice to meet you, dude. I know. That's it's, not really sexy. And I'm fine with women calling me dude all the time. You know, my wife calls me dude sometimes. I'm not like taking a hard stance here, but it's kind of like the first thing after you take the mask off, it's like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. It's not like, it's, it's not like, let's get ready for a romantic relationship. Yeah. It's more like, let's be friends. Yeah. 
Like, let's grab a beer. Yes. She just seems like the girl, like, you have a beer with, and then you talk to her about how, like, you're interested in someone else who's in the bar at the moment, and you're like, what should I do? So Alex I, Alex was not she sucked. one she, of my favorites that you listed as one of your least favorites. Okay, well, I have here honorable mention, worst in- entrance, Nicole, the 25-year-old social media coordinator from Miami, who says she's a package deal with her family. I kind of like Nicole. You do? Well, I'm going to say this, is she stuck out. That's true. She made an impression. Okay. Right? And then not just because, you know, she was like a Latina and she spoke Spanish and we did see her. Cuban. And she's got an autistic brother. You know what I mean? She was like, that's very important to me and like close family, blah, blah, blah. I get it. It was just like, I thought she was kind of cute. And when she spoke in her interviews, she was pretty articulate Mm -hmm. and she seemed to really care about the proceedings of what's going on. Like sometimes you look at these women, it's just like, the lights just aren't on. You know what I mean? And, like, she seemed to be someone who's pretty cognizant of everything that was happening around She's her. She's got a personality, that's for sure. Yeah, and she is my pick for villain of the season. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, huh. Yeah, like, I think they're, they're trying to, like, tease Catherine, but then Catherine will be gone. DJ Agro is, like, not a threat. Yeah, She's, like, yeah. a one-night-only gag. Like, I think that, like, we're going to get a lot more from Nicole this season than we, than we, we would, you one would think yes. from the first She's episode. She's definitely, like, a narrator type. She's really yes. good at talking to the camera. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot that's of why exposition. I like her. Yeah, she's useful. Yes. But I don't think, like, Colton's going to be in No, her. of course not. No. Colton's going to get with a blonde white girl. Also, Colton doesn't want, like, any complications. And, like, Nicole is, like... This is who I am. This is my family. And that's, like, awesome and someone you actually like, really care about. Like, my friend, like, the people who in my life who I care about, like, you know, they come with a complicated family. It's not just, like, I love my family or I hate my family. But she just is, like, more than Colton can deal with, I think. Yes. So, I, I don't know. But she also just got really nervous. The, the girls who got really nervous on night one, I'm just like, it's not the vibe. She's not the right vibe. Yeah. Especially with the Bachelor's cool. nervous. I know. I know. Okay. Best impressions. And I think clubhouse leaders. Number one. This is who I thought was gorgeous. Kaylin, the 23-year-old Miss North Carolina, though she's only lived in North Carolina for one year. I'm so glad you brought that Charlotte. up. I have real problems with this. <laughs> Me too. Real problems with this. Me too. She's like, oh, you're Miss North Carolina, so you're from North Carolina. It's like, no, no, I'm from Virginia. Not only is she from Virginia, she's born in Virginia, went to BCU. college in Virginia. Shout out Shaka Smart. Moved to North Carolina a year ago. I'm just going to go on a limb and say she strategically moved to North Carolina because the competition in North Carolina for Miss North Carolina was, was slim. Was, yeah, it was, it was like, she's just like, she's like, I'm just going to, like, she's seen the competition in Virginia. She's lost a couple times. But at the pageant circuit, it's known that North Carolina has got a weak draft class for this year. And she moved there strategically just to be North, Miss North Carolina. Yeah, it's like when Mitt Romney moved to Utah and Hillary Clinton moved to New York. There was an open Senate seat. And they know they could get it. Exactly. You know? That's what she did. That's what she did. But I'm just mad. You know, she gamed the system. What about the system itself? Like, shouldn't they feel bad that they're allowing a resident for less than one year to become their Miss North Carolina? I need to do some more digging about the the rules and regulations. Eligibility? On the eligibility yeah. rules. Like, this is if you can't go to the NBA when you're 18, you shouldn't be able to be Miss North Carolina when you just don't, you don't even know you have, have the same area code in your phone. Absolutely. She, I think she's got some dimension. She says she once flew to Japan for a first date, which is, like, right, what, both alarming first but of all, cool. No, no, no. That's not alarming or cool. Why not? That, that we have a different means, idea about dating. That is I some think. super rich dude yeah. being like, I'm let's go to Tokyo on this date and we're definitely having sex because we got on a plane. That she couldn't she shouldn't be going with Colton then. That's like <laughs> yeah, he's I not doing like, that for you. Yeah, I just feel like I don't know, because if we're on different sides of this, you're like, yeah, someone's gonna fly me to, to Japan on a first date. Like that sounds I cool. I didn't think about it, it as like a Lala Kent situation. That's of, like, exactly my what it sounds like to me. me yeah, it's just like I almost thought it was set, like cool. Like this is where it is. I give you a vacation, you give me orgasms. That's our relationship, Kaylin. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, take it back. But I still promised the guy story. that I promised the guy that for days that for she's twenty three. That like wasn't 40. he was like a senior in college. Yeah. yeah, like he I I guarantee that man has at least one kid. There's also like a nice burgeoning yuppie scene in North Carolina. So like maybe she. Oh was yeah, a part of that. A, lot, a lot of banking going yeah. on down there. Yeah, absolutely. But she's not from North Carolina. <laughs> when she went on that date, she was in Virginia. <laughs> That's a great point. Probably it was probably a politician. It was probably Mitt Romney. It's probably you, who did this. You think she'd know better because she said her biggest mentor and role model is her grandmother, who was the first woman to be the head of the FBI in Los Angeles. That's impressive. Yes. And that's impressive. You would think that grandma would be like, don't get on planes with strange men. Yeah. And All also, looking for how about sex. this? Don't be a pageant queen. No shots at pageant queen. Okay, but just, if you're going to be one, you want to be the better one. And she's one of two pageant queens <laughs> she, they, on this she, season. It, it, I know you power rank everything, but when you power rank pageant queens <laughs> on The Bachelor this season, Kaylin's well, probably number one. Hannah B. of Alabama. Hannah from, from Bama. She says Roll Tide, which I kind of thought was cute. She, well, she's from like Tuscaloosa. She's from T-Town. And me being from yeah. like, a, a college town. It's Title like, town. Yeah. Thanks, cool. thanks for explaining. <laughs> thanks for explaining. Not a lot of um, crossover between, I think, the Roll Tide fan, uh, fan base and so the Bachelor Party fan base, yeah, but no, no. whatever. Yeah, Roll Tide, though. Roll Tide, Title Town. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, here's the thing is, if you are an Alabama fan, you missed this episode of The Bachelor. Yeah, <laughs> it is on at the exact <laughs> same time. That's a great point. The national title What's game. What's Hannah B's family yeah, going to do? Hannah B's family, I promise you, Hannah B's family is not watching The Bachelor. That's Sophie's choice for them Hannah, on night one. Hannah B is not even going to watch this episode. Oh I God. promise. They're going to DVR it. They're going to be so drunk, they're going to fall asleep and watch it tomorrow morning. That's kind of sad Sad to me. Yeah. But so anyway, she... Good thing she didn't get bounced in the first round. So I did do some digging. This is Hannah G, it says on your rundown. I'm, that's a different one. That's Hannah Okay. Sorry, Hannah Hannah B is also both the Hannahs are from Alabama. Alabama. Oh, Hannah G is different. I want to talk about her in a minute, but I'm not done oh, with Kaylin. Good, good, good. So I did do some googling. I, seriously, I had no spoilers, but I read this morning after I'd watched the show okay. some of the details about these women on Reality Steve. Some I didn't. I didn't get spoiled. I just want to okay. be very clear about that. Why are you so passionate about this? Because this is a spoiler-free like zone. Someone accused you of a crime. It's a spoiler-free zone. I just want my. Oh, okay. I just want to be clear. SFZ. Yeah. So. Apparently, but for real, at the end of the, the Avengers, like Thanos just snaps his fingers and everybody dies. That's cool. I didn't know that everyone died. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So Kaylin, Miss North Carolina, and Hannah B, Miss Alabama, were mm-hmm. roommates at the Miss USA contest. Oh. And Kaylin came in second, as Hannah B told her, and I think Hannah B didn't even place. So that's rough. Oh yeah. So Kaylin's a superior beauty queen, and like if you're Colton, like you're an athlete, you're competitive. It just really rules out Hannah B, I think. I'm really sorry, but, like, that kind of matters. Okay, well, let me say this. If you're Colton, and you have a passion for football, and I promise you Hannah B knows what, like, a Tampa 2 is, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, and watches the games, and it's, like, has hot takes about Alabama. She's like, the truth is that Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback a than Tua. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I think, and, like, and I don't think that Colton minds that. Oh, I disagree. I, I disagree. I think someone who's, like, a professional athlete is, like, not really looking for their girlfriend to, like, know a lot about their sport. It is. It's an interesting. It's, it's, it's not, an interesting thing. It's like, do you want your significant no. other to be way into sports if you're no. a dude way into sports? No, you do not. I like that my wife does not care at all. Sure. Well, it also just means that like your relationship is built upon like things that matter. Also, like things that you kind of came to together. Like I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just different. But in my experience, men are not looking for women to be sports savants <laughs> in fair. like a realistic way. Do you hide it? <laughs> um. No, but you know a lot about the NBA. I know, I know mo- most than like most people. So yeah. I, men and women, I don't know. It's a, it's an ongoing conversation. No, certainly don't lead with it. This makes you uncomfortable a little bit, doesn't it? Well, it's very it's very real and personal. Yes. I like it. Yeah, we're having a moment. So, yeah, it's good. That's why I had to have you on the show. You know. 
Good, you didn't cry? No, no I, I, I don't feel, feel great. I don't feel very cry today. No, me neither. I feel All great. Right. I'm happy to have the show back. Anyway, Caitlin got the first kiss, which I was surprised by. And I was happy for her. I'd... I like, I just thought, she, I think I like also just like, wow, she's really hot. I like a hot woman, I guess. She's attractive. Beautiful but, hair. Yeah, I, I feel like the first kiss, the producer's like, you got to kiss somebody on the first date, Colt. Yeah, but he kissed actually a few. I was surprised. Yeah. Anyway. But there's a, he had a couple opportunities where it was like, the girl just did the sign language for kiss to you. That's I know, and then he didn't kiss her. Yeah, and then he didn't kiss her. It's like she walked away from that and was like, oh man, like that was I had I planned that like three months ago with my best friend Sally. That was Cassie. That's her name. But like think she's from Arkansas. And she got the she was the first person we met on this show. But in lieu of the Colton yep. leading it off, it was Cassie. And I just was thinking, like, what like is Cassie in pole position? Like, why is she first? Like, wh- like I how do you it was get Tuscaloosa that? Tuscaloosa girl was no, first. No, she was second. Oh, Cassie okay. was number one. She's oh, sorry, she's in Huntington Beach. She's a speech pathologist. That's right. Yes, yes, that was she was the first person. And I was just like, what? I, I actually am interested. Like, how do they decide who goes in the package and who doesn't? Because I don't think. Well, there's one other editing decision I noticed. What? Let's hear it. The music change, girls. Oh yes, when they get the emotional music. Hannah, yes, Hannah Han- B. Hannah G got the emotional music. Hannah G is the one from Tuscaloosa. No, Hannah B is from Tuscaloosa, and he didn't care that much about her. Okay, one of the Hannahs got Hannah it. G, it was Hannah G, who's blonde and and probably was like the cutest. They're all cute blonde. As a button. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah, wearing yeah. like and also all wearing sequins, so it's not even a yeah. definite defining. What is, what is that? Is our sequence a thing now? Why is everyone wearing sequins? And isn't there a wardrobe person that's just like, girl, someone else has that dress? Like it just or seems. Or is there like, a wardrobe person who's like, this is the style we're this. going for? Yeah, sequins, jewel tones. This is what looks good on camera. Yeah, yeah, it I, does look good on camera. But like everyone seemed like they were dressed up for New Year's Eve. Yeah, or prom because they're yeah. really young. Yeah. I don't know. Hannah G. So Hannah G., um, when I watched the Chris Harrison, like, unveil all of the bio, like the bios on Facebook mm-hmm. Live about a month ago, I started, like, you know, looking them up on Instagram. I was already following Hannah G., and I have no idea why. I can't That's creepy. remember how I heard about that her. That happens sometimes. Like, sometimes I'm like, did I actively follow this person, or are they just popping up? And she's a rando. I must have, like, heard she got cast, like, months ago. Maybe. I don't know, but I, I don't— Did they tease her at the end of— the, no. No. What about... It was just ra- Here's random. my favorite thing from her bio that okay. I loved. This sweet Southern belle definitely isn't camera shy. She's both the photographer and model for her burgeoning social media business. Isn't that every single human being? <laughs> yes. Like, isn't every single human being both the, the photographer and the model for their own social media business? Like, isn't that just life in 2019? I checked out her Instagram and she's actually more attractive on Instagram. Not actually, this is true of That's many everybody Instagram as well. thought. <laughs> That's everybody as well. <laughs> but I, I was impressed with her skills. She does make herself look good. She, uh, I just liked her. She seemed like fairly normal. They did the breathing techniques together. I liked it. And then, I liked it. And she also was like, I'm nervous. She was actually like a normal human, which I think just plays well on night one. She felt she like someone who was going to be there through like fantasy Yeah, suites. she got the first impression rose, which is a really good indicator that you'll be there for a long time. Yes. She also, what do you think about her entrance? She came with the box and she was like, Colton, I got you a, a, a pair of your favorite underwear. And then he opens the box and there's nothing in it. And she explained she'd heard he likes to sleep without underwear on or, or doesn't wear underwear or something like that. I like it. Um, it was playful. It's flirty. Yeah, it's flirty. It's like you're talking about a man's draws when you first meet him and lack thereof. Sure. Ow, ow. I liked it. Yeah, I. she seemed the most normal to me. Yeah, and I I do I don't know they seem they seem kind of like a match you know sure like when Jimmy Kimmel does is like here's who I think it is like you got to take a hard look at Hannah G absolutely and I and I think Kaylin too and a sneaky pick that I have is Katie who's 26 the medical sales rep from 
uh, Sherman Oaks, California. Mm-hmm. She's the one who like moved to LA to be a dancer and like quickly. Gave oh yeah, up. she got, she was introduced early, early as well and dancing like a lot. Like she looked like she was like in like a. a and then she went from like the, the dancing montage to the workout montage. Yes, there was a. It, I couldn't tell the difference. Kind of. Like, it was. Just it's the, the same clothes and the same moves in the same environment. I'll just say she's very LA, including this quote: After moving to Los Angeles to work as a medical sales rep, Katie settled in Sherman Oaks. Many people moved to the Valley after a short time in LA and where she enjoys yoga and sushi. That literally describes like 60% minimum of the population of Los Angeles County. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. And then I just thought that she seemed like also fairly normal and also really into fitness. I think that's key for Colton actually, someone to work out with him. Not know really? about sports, but I, I bet he would like to have a workout buddy. It is nice. I mean, yeah. Colton stays in shape. Yeah. As we can tell, because he's topless and working yeah. out through like most of his Totally. Uh, I, I, I think Katie shoots. is like a sneaky pick. I just want to note, she is not the the former Nick City dancer. That's Sydney. I do like Sydney. I like Sydney, too. And look, can I just say something about Sydney's move? Mm-hmm. The string quartet, and Colton says he can't dance. So like he can't. Did you see him try? But here it was know, very uncomfortable. But here's the thing: is is even when you can't dance, I'm not a great dancer, but I can like get by. But I'm not. I'm, that's not one of my strengths. Mm-hmm. You can slow dance. Sure. So like like slow dancing is a good play from Sydney because she was like, I'm gonna teach you how to salsa. It would have gone way left. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, we'll have a string quartet and we'll just be like bopping around, walking around basically, and then I'll do the dip at the end. I kind of like Sydney. Yeah, I liked her too, and I, she was a Nick City dancer, which is really impressive. Yeah. The, Would the, you leave the Knicks? For uh, The Bachelor? Well, she, she wouldn't be the first former dancer in the no, franchise. Jazz, Jasmine was with the Dallas Cowboys and the Warriors. Oh, and then we also had Homegirl who was, oh, I don't want to say the wrong name, but she had a baby by an NBA player oh, in yes. Denver. Her, yes, was it, was, cute. it was Rodney Stuckey. Yeah. And her name oh, was he, Cassandra. In Detroit, and she went from Detroit yeah. to Denver. Yes. She was on the move. Her name was Cassandra. Cassandra, shout out to her. But, um... I liked her. I, I would not leave my job as a Nick City dancer. But here's the thing is those dancers has been well documented. Don't make a lot of do money. Do not make a lot of money. Do not get treated very well. It's not like, oh, you're a star. Now you're a Nick City dancer. It's like you have to have three other jobs just to get by in Manhattan. She works at Pure Bar as well. Where? Pure Bar. I don't know where that bar, is. Like, oh, Pure Bar chain. Fitness. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was like B-A-R, not no, B-A-R-R-E. No. Yeah. 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 It's like for dancey. Yeah. Yeah, it's like dancey. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Sydney's going to come back to New York and get a lot more dates and that probably will serve a purpose. So like good for her. Yeah, good for her. She's not like going to be big on the show, but I liked her. But she might make she might make it to you know. Yeah. All right. These are the next. We're moving on to fantasy league best bets. I just feel very like Bill Simmonsy with these best bets, but I just felt I just thought it fit. He's got a popular podcast as well. <laughs> he does as well. Thank you, yes. Jacoby. <laughs> Number one, the showstopper, the total nutcase. <sighs> I can't wait to learn more about her, Demi Burnett, Jacoby. It's well, let's just lead with what's important. Her mother's in prison for embezzlement. Yes, but not only that. And she gets out while she's while on the she's show. While she's on the show. <laughs> might, she, might get out. Depends if she gets parole. Yeah, of course. You never know. But she's up for hearing in just not too many. Like a few days from when she goes to shoot the show. Here's the thing is like, if I'm a producer, I'm like, listen, I know you don't like Demi, dude. But if you keep her around. Demi's we, not leaving. We can have a reunion with Demi, Demi's, Demi's convict mom and you. On camera, on national television. Oh, my God. The world needs to see this. They need Akon to come and play Locked yes. Up for, like, a private concert. The world needs to see this. She's the one that works in Dallas but lives outside Dallas. Yeah. So I wanted to find the news story on Demi Burnett's mom. Again, I didn't want to dig too far, though, because I, so I couldn't find it. It's a short story because I didn't want to get spoiled. But yeah. I did learn some other things about Demi, which I, which I love I'm to all share. Ears. This is, like— ridiculous radar online seems to have like cornered the niche on like outing the contestants for like being bad people 
And so oh. this is not a bad person. Like maybe she just was short on cash, but she got evicted twice in 2015, which sucks. I hope everything's evicted okay. Evicted twice in one year is tricky. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Then you have to like convince another place that, that one you, solo, you, once with a roommate. I, uh, I it could be the roommate's fault second time around. I also I don't want to speculate because like maybe something really bad happened. Yeah, who knows? Maybe she had a terrible landlord who like doubled the maybe rent it's not or her whatever. Fault. Yeah. Like who knows? You know? Yeah. But I'm I giving Don, Demi the benefit of the doubt. Me too. Here. I we, I don't want to judge because who knows? And like yeah, mon- no money details. is tough. Yeah. It really is. But this is like way juicier. Are you aware of this guy Polly who was on Big Brother and then went on the challenge and yes. ended up in a love triangle with Cara Maria, whose art yes, you I'm, own? I am familiar. And Danielle Maltby, who was on Nick's season. Danielle yes. M. She was a nurse. So he cheated on Danielle with Car Maria documented on, on the, the challenge. Yeah, yeah, and then familiar. it's like played out on social media. I and think, then I follow, he... I follow Car Maria very, okay. very intensely on social media. Okay. So Demi was like recently seen like a few days ago, like like around New Year's, in a car in Times Square. No cars Polly. in Times Square on New Year's. I saw the picture. It wasn't, no cars wasn't in Times on Square New Year's. Year's. It was like around the, the New Year's. Avenue. Holiday yeah, yeah, yeah. times. Okay. This woman, this is right up my alley. Some woman tweeted, saw... Polly and Demi in a car you just have a while waiting in line for Hamilton. For <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> checks all the Juliet boxes. All the boxes. <laughs> all the Juliet boxes. <laughs> so I'm just like really fired up about Demi. Also in her um, Instagram bio, it says, can't spell dime without Demi. And I fucking love that. Sure. And also like, she seems pretty normal. She went straight for the no, she doesn't, Jacoby. Sorry, what? She was okay. Wait, what? I mean, when Wait, you what? find out that her Wait, mom's what? when you find out her mom's in jail, I'm grading on a curve here. Okay, but when you she find out her was mom's like in jail that, for embezzlement. She used that to like define her narrative on the show. I mean, but maybe this other guy's using a version. He's the bachelor. I mean, maybe Elsa doesn't define her life, so I shouldn't judge so much. But I just was like, okay, we're in for a lot with this girl. And then she goes in for like immediately. She gets the first sit down with Colton. So I'm. If you're doing Fancy League, try to get Demi. I think she's going to give a lot. I'm really excited about it. And I'm positive she'll be on Paradise. Absolutely fucking positive. See you in Mexico. I can't wait. Her mom will be the new guest bartender. I can't wait. Another one who went viral before the show started was Brie, who's 24, a model from L.A. This was great, though. She's pretty. Very pretty. Brie's pretty. Yes. She's also very L.A. pretty. I bet she's, like, popular at all the clubs. She used an accent on Night One to be remembered. She spoke as if she was Australian and then did not— reveal that she wasn't Australian that we saw there might have been a, so she does her intro on the driveway goes in she's Australian and then we don't see her again we don't see her talking to Colton again so we don't know if he knows or not if she's Australian also good she accent she did a pretty good accent that's what I was about to say I was like I'm sure that she like tried to be an actress for a while and also a model but she did a pretty good job I is it wrong of me to say I like her I kind of like her too it was kind of a good like hey I'm gonna do a fake accent and uh and I'm going to be, like, one of the three hottest women here. I'm tall. Yeah. I like her. I like her, too. Um, we didn't get a lot of her for no. this episode. She's probably really boring. Maybe. Or maybe they save her. Like, they do this a lot. There's a, It's a lot. It's 30 women. Yeah. It's a lot to fit into the show. It's true. And because you're also trying to, you have to remember, there's a strong female audience to this program, so you're also selling Colton. That's true. Do you think they did a good job of selling Colton? Yes. As far as much as he can be sold, yes, I do. Yeah. What do you think? I, I mean, I just, I didn't, this is just like the person, I didn't find the nervousness thing endearing. No. I think that was a turn, for David Jacoby, that was a turn off. I want you to seem like cool or goofy or something, but not nervous. Not nervous. Yeah. I mean, maybe nervous at first, and then we can see your character develop, where like, hey, now I'm in my rhythm and I feel comfortable. He just doesn't have poise. Most of the bachelors have a modicum of poise. Yes, that's a good point. And And he he doesn't have any. And also, like, he didn't really, like, ask any good questions in the conversations. Not at all. He was just like, so, how are you? Crazy, right? Nervous, huh? Yeah. He was just talking about, like, the moment where he wasn't just like, hey, like, 
when I'm nervous for like a date or a social interaction of any kind or like a professional interaction, I like bank five talking points in my head or like questions. I do that. Nothing. I do that just before dinners. Yeah. I do that before hangs. It just seems like he didn't know to do that. And it's just like, dude, it's like being a human 101, prepare talking points. Yeah, of course. And I just feel like he's probably really bad on a job interview. It's probably why we don't know about any other career. It's like, I don't know. I just he's... look. Listen, people can get injured. Things can happen. You can get picked up. He stays in shape. <laughs> You're right. We were wasting. We, we didn't get a lot of brie because we were wasting our time with someone like Tracy, who I actually is my least favorite person from the episode. She's she has a, a stylist. On. She's a stylist wearing the worst outfit there. Absolutely. Like She's the a... sloth. The sloth costume was yes. a better look than what yes. she was wearing. She was wearing like a sparkly skirt and a white crop top, and it looked cheap and bad. She, it looked bad. She arrived in the cop car. And she brought out handcuffs saying that she was the fashion police. And it wasn't cute. And when Colton said, I'm going to save these for the fantasy suite, I just did not believe it. Me neither. I, it just didn't. It, I it was, was like, did someone like, feed you that yeah, line? It Are like you someone, wearing Yeah, he's wearing an IFP. Yeah. And someone's just like, say you're going to save it for the fantasy suite. It, it just didn't. It just. There's something. It's something. That he's like. Mm. She sucked. And she also was like kind of causing trouble. I really. I disliked her. But because she's causing trouble, I think she's a good like fantasy pick. She might stick around. Yeah. She's, she's also older she's 31 i feel like she'll have like some age clashes just just she, a, is she the oldest she might be you don't have to like actually fact check and give people real information i think she's close she to feels, it yeah it feels like dj agro is 32 yeah but it, that's what she's claiming we forgot to talk about dj agro bringing her dog by the way i my, love dj agro my favorite thing about dj agro bringing her dog was how mad the other girls were that they couldn't bring their dogs because yes. everybody that has a dog wants to bring their dog everywhere they go like i just it's a fact of life of having a dog and everyone's just like wait she got to bring her dog onyeka was really pissed I about that i promise you i promise you the producers were like she's dog's only here for two days we're flying the dog back tomorrow everyone chill out before you put your dog and your cousin on a flight to no. los angeles we are not turning <laughs> dog into this stays like, home. yeah dogs <laughs> stay home this is just her bit Cute dog, though. Yeah, it was cute. Chris I mean, I don't like little dogs, but it's a cute, hot, cute dog. Um, one thing I like to do on this show, which I did not do for The Bachelorette, but I'm bringing back for the season, is calculating Chris Harrison's TRT for every episode. For this episode. High usage. High. High usage. I think this will probably be highest of the season, except for the finale or maybe. And you, gotta, you also got to think of all the live stuff that he's going to be into over the course of this the, time. Thank you for reminding me. This is only from the pre-tape, not the live. Yeah, yeah. The pre-tape was four minutes and 44 seconds. Very high. Yeah, his agent called and was like, we're going to have to change this art, this, this deal. Because uh, we have a deal. It's it's under it's three minutes. It's been dropping off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would set it at like 2.30 per episode probably would be yeah. like the, the absolute minimum. He's got minimum. a great gig. Great gig. Travels. It's a hit show. He's famous with women everywhere he goes. Gets to be a man of he's gravitas. known for dating. It did ruin his family, but whatever. You know what I mean? Can't, we don't know gotta, what happened there. You gotta, you, hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta break some eggs. We don't know what happened To make the bachelor there. omelet. Um, he walked the dog during the, like, cocktail party, which was, like, kind of funny. And then because of the weird format this season, he had, like, two sit-downs with Colton. One was in Colton's, like, intro package. And mm-hmm. it was be- allegedly before the first night at the mansion. He was like, how do you feel? You were a curveball. People didn't want you to be a bachelor. Oh, I, was, I, was, I didn't like the way that whole thing played out. I just felt like to me it read like almost like lip service fans like uh, like producers like um, humoring Colton like he really wanted to do that for some reason. Yeah, but it felt like Colton was like, man, all these haters out here because I'm mad because I'm a virgin. It was just like, guys, like it just seems like I'm, I need to know more about Colton outside of the fact that he has not had sex yet. Yeah. Like it just seems like that I is don't the think beginning we're gonna end it. of his personality. I don't think there's a lot going on there. Does he have sex this season? Um, no. I think no. You think the fantasy suite, if he doesn't want to have a one-night stand, is, like, going to be his first night? I think yes. Huh. And let me tell—let me just that break it down for you. That kind of makes me sad. Oh, it makes me happy. Okay. Let me tell you why. 
I think he wants to end his virginity. I think he truly yeah, he does. does. And the construct of this show, as we have seen over and over again, he literally fell in love last season. He's just waiting for the love. He's going to be in love with more than one person. How many times? How many times have they gotten to the final thing and like the Bachelor, the Bachelor said, "You know what? I'm not really in love." That's true. Has it ever happened? No. So if it's well, pre, yeah. if it's prerequisite, I mean, oh, it has happened a yeah. couple times. But the you know, yeah, they don't propose. Yeah, but if it's prerequisite for sex is not marriage, not engagement, but love, he will have sex on this show. I'm also just trying to like speak it into fruition. Okay. Well, it's Raven tape, so it's out of your hands. Okay. <laughs> but I, I guess I hope he does. I don't know. Whatever this guy needs to be happy and to lose his virginity. Like, good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. Through the course of this podcast, I think I've talked myself into this this season. I think I'm excited. I'll be, I'll be following it. And uh, I just want to say that I think my favorite coming out of week one is Kaylin, Miss North Carolina, even though she's from Virginia. I think I like Nicole. Oh, my God. Okay. I like I just I just want something. I need some personality. Sure. I'm not getting a lot of personality. I'm getting like Catherine, who's just like, uh, Catherine. you know, DJ Agro, yeah, yeah, DJ. You're like Catherine. Which one's that? Yeah. Like, sorry. Okay, like DJ Agro, and like there's kind of like some other like aggressive personalities, but not necessarily in a good way. I like Nicole. She just seems articulate. Okay. I'm just looking for someone that I could talk to. Yeah. Sure. You okay. Know? Fine. Fair enough. That's a good pick. I like you for that pick. Yeah. That's and my Kaylin, pick. Uh, shout out to you, Jacoby. Thank you so much for doing this. Don't you dare. Yeah, we're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules, but it will be separate. If you guys want to hear that, come back on Thursday, because we'll talk about that for that episode. And we'll also talk more Bachelor with another guest, TBD. I can't wait. 